Hi everyone, welcome back to the Just Interesting People podcast. My name is Rosie and I'm here with Jeremy and today we are talking to Bresley. At the end of November and beginning of December, we had the extreme pleasure to spend two and a half weeks with Bresley in Oxapapa, Peru. We did a volunteering experience with her through a website called Worldpackers and it was an amazing opportunity for us to dive into the Peruvian culture. However, Oxapampa has a particularity is that it was founded by actually German migrants who moved to Peru in the 19th century. So there is a strong German and Austrian culture in the whole province, which was something really interesting to discover. Bresley is a forest scientist. She studied in Germany for many years, spent 10 years over there before coming back to Peru. And now she educates people like us on the importance of you know preserving our forest, our nature, connecting also with the nature and going back to maybe a simple life. We had amazing walks with her, some amazing birds, amazing insects, beautiful nature. And I highly recommend anyone to go see her. If you go to Peru, you will not regret it. Enjoy the episode. Hi, Bresley. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here today. Before we start the episode, actually, and before we get into your story, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to say thank you for the last two and a half weeks. Hey, you're welcome. Today is our last day in your home near Oxapampa in Peru. And we've been here for yet yeah, two and a half weeks. And it's been amazing spending time with you, talking to you, learning about this amazing region of Peru, about the nature, about the birds, about the culture, the food, the food, <laughs> twice. <laughs> um, Very important that point. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, everything else. Thank you for sharing all your knowledge and, and well, your house and everything, because it's been a very amazing experience for us. So thank you. I'm glad you like it. Um, so we came here through the website Wordpackers. Um, you welcome in your house volunteers from all around the world yes. to help you raise awareness about the nature here. Yeah, uh, the conservation of it. So we were taking photographs of insects and birds and stuff like that. You also have some projects about the reforestation, protecting the forest from the fire, many different things we can talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, something that really struck me, you know, when we arrived is your connection with this place and yeah. with the, especially with the nature around it. Um, you grew up in this region and you really feel, you. I feel you belong here, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You, you're really part of the nature in a sense. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. When you're growing up, like many, many years when you are, I was almost born in here in this house, but actually not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I grew up in here with a lot of my family, a big family you, you see. And you grow with this connection with nature. And at some point, you see that your friends that are not from here, from Pasapampa, they maybe are from the capital, Lima, or from other places, they don't have this opportunity to connect like direct with the nature. They were more like, yeah, uh, we are taking some vacations in there and spending just maybe three days to until one week, probably. But this is not enough time to really make this connection. So when I was thinking about this project with Warpackers, uh, I didn't know I could be a host. I actually was looking to go somewhere <laughs> to make another type of connection with the world. But I saw this possibility to to be a host. On, in, in me, it's a start to grow up. This feeling like, I could share what I used to have as a kid with other peoples, give the opportunity to other peoples that don't have a natural like this at home because they maybe live in the city to come and spend some time and can teach them all I has learned along of my life in here. Yeah. So you, you grew up between Oxapampa and, and this house here. So yeah. this house is about 30 minutes away from Oxapampa, if anyone knows it. <laughs> um, and this house here is in the middle of the trees. 
It's yeah. surrounded by trees and mountains and everything is green around when I look at the window. <laughs> um, how was life as a child around here? It was really special and it was like filled with love. That's the first thing when I hear it like, is this love, natural love and there's the family love. Because when my abuelita, my grams, and my abuelito, <laughs> they used to live in here. Uh, all their childs and grandchilds were here as well. And there were times we were like 25 people <laughs> trying to find a place to sleep at night in here. <laughs> so uh, it was loud because of us, but you can find the peace of nature as well. So growing up, uh, playing with my cousins here outside the, the house, around the, the trees, the nature, uh, seeing the bears, seeing the insects, it was amazing world. Like a child have a lot in my imagination, uh, but we saw some interesting things that it's just like imagining. You have seen that form of kind of insect yeah. These two weeks, they are like aliens. Yeah. You don't see that on TV. Like many of them are in TV, but not all of them. And then you are looking to an insect that maybe no one have seen now mm -hmm. because there is a lot of fauna uh, in entomology in Peru. It's like uh, every day you are finding new species of some insect or some animal. Mm -hmm. So it's it's amazing to see something and be like wow from it yeah and even my imagination would not be able to imagine <laughs> some weird insect that we saw. we'll put a photograph in the show notes of one of the insects that i took a photograph of and it's kind of insane the yeah. one with the long nose and i did yeah. it's an alien yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah i get it yeah um Something special around this region that I didn't know about in general is also there is a very strong German-Austrian influence. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because your roots are yeah, coming from yeah, this country. Yeah, uh, actually my grand-grandmothers, grand-grandfathers, mm -hmm. uh, they are, um, there were Austrians and German uh, people that arrived here um at the end of the Second War. So all these people have arrived in Peru and, and they have to find a, a way to, to come in here looking for a place where nobody was living so they can stay in there. Um, they were first in Posuso, it's like uh, two hours from here. And they make another group that go further looking for another place and they found Oxapampa and they settle in here and make this town go bigger and bigger and bigger but for many years Oxapampa was wasn't it was like a hidden city in Peru most of Peru didn't know that German and Austrian people were living in here uh, we didn't have the contact with them for more like than 50 or 60 years. So these people learned to grow the city alone in here. Uh, the culinary history is like a fusion of both. It's like if you have in Germany this apple, um, strudel, mm. you will find here with bananas yeah. because <laughs> here don't grow apples so like in Germany. They just find a way and they did it that the things work. And after some time, um, finally, the Peru have found the colony <laughs> in here. And we could start to grow up like faster and faster and faster. And now it's uh, a city, no, no more a town, just mm. a town. It's not the biggest city of Peru, but it's cool to stay in there. Okay. It's so interesting being there because I feel like being in Osapampa and then also going to Pazuzo, mm -hmm. it's like we're being transported into Germany or Austria. <laughs> like all of the architecture is yeah. kind of German-Austrian inspired. Even 
in Pozuzo, there was a place we went for breakfast and we were wearing the lederhose and like German clothing and yeah. singing and dancing. And I think there's beer things here and yeah, even the beer the festival beer, that was yeah. on, we didn't end up going, but there was like a beer festival. So it's kind of weird being in Peru and being surrounded by so much German and Austrian culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know, it's funny, isn't it? It's well, funny. it's not what we expected for no, a start. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's not something that's famously known. You know, in, no. in, when we talk about history book, you know, sometimes we hear about, you know, some countries moving to another or mm-hmm. colonizing or migrating, whatever. But this is something I've never heard before. So, yeah, that was really interesting. It's also interesting that Oxapampa isn't on any guidebooks, any websites, yeah. anything. And it's so unusual to have this little German area in the middle of Peru, yet it's nowhere. Yeah. And it's so interesting that it's not in the Lonely Planet. It's not on tour websites and you would think it would be because it's so unusual there are a lot of people in in peru that don't even know oxapampa exists mm. and they just hear it about oh yeah oxapampa you can go there and drink a lot of beer but they don't <laughs> know much more about it or where it is in the map and yeah we just have one farm to come to here it's from lima to here with the bulls like crossing the andes mm. um there's maybe a reason why the people from the south of Peru, or from really north of Peru, are not coming here because it's far away and you have always to get to Lima, to come to here. So maybe there's people that know that the place exists, but don't talk more about because there no, are no here. They were not coming here. So they can't tell what they saw. And yeah, there is no information in like tourism bo- uh, books or something like that. So it for me it was like starting with world packers. Uh, I was like, okay, I will put that it's Oxapampa because mm-hmm. if I put the Grapanasu, it's <laughs> it's like even a, more lost. <laughs> yeah, even more lost. Grapa what? Yeah, it's <laughs> not even heard about and. Yeah, I was like crossing the fingers, like, oh, please make people come to here because people like to choose sites like Arequipa, mm. uh, Cusco, Huancayo, maybe, or in the Loreto, that's and the jungle, well, Lima, Ica, the most famous touristic sites in Peru. Um, there are people that not they are not taking risks. Mm. and they are maybe letting the opportunity go so so I wanted to ask you about culturally growing up here because you're in Peru so there's obviously a lot of Latin culture and Peruvian culture and Peruvian food but then also with German and Austrian roots did you feel a mix in terms of maybe Christmases or traditions or food where it's kind of a blend of both cultures coming together. Okay, the thing is when these people come from Germany and from Austria, they really want to learn the Spanish after it. Mm-hmm. And they find funny to speak only Spanish with the kids <laughs> and not teaching them the German and <laughs> at all. Yeah. So it's like my, my mom, she didn't know any word uh in in german mm. because my grams found it funny to talk like secret language for them yeah. and you've for, uh, almost i think 98 of the people like the future generation here don't they don't speak german mm. me as well I, I have learned german when i was traveling to to Germany to study. Mm. I have to learn in there. I just couldn't say like two words. Yeah, mm. I'm hungry maybe. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, uh, like traditions in here, Christmas and some things like that, we are adapted more to the Peruanian uh, traditions. So in Oxapampa and Pasusu, you will find uh, people like I use the same in all Peru, it's in here. Mm. Um, maybe there is more family-related tradition. Mm. So in my family, we used to be very on time, mm-hmm. punctually. 
Um, there are families that are not. And in Peru, we are like famous to have this peruana hour. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you're coming late, but not just 30 minutes. You can be there two hours late and it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And then I have a culture shock with Peru. Because I have growing here in Oxapampa, we are more like, we are taking just 15 minutes late. <laughs> no, two hours, you know. And when I go to other places in Peru, it's like, ah, but you say at 4 p.m. <laughs> and I'm waiting that two hours to the rest of the people to come. And it's okay. I I know I I shouldn't go there on time, but I can't yeah. no go on time. So... So you went to Germany to study yeah. for 10 years. Yeah, I was well, to study years. and work yeah. there. Um, is that something usual for people from people from Oxapampa to have the chance to go to Germany or you were really lucky in a sense to, to get there? Okay, it's easy for the people that when you have the nationality, you have to do some paperwork to get it. It's like if the um, embajada, ambassador, yeah, the ambassador of of Germany, uh, they have a list of the names, last names of the people that are just come here, oh. and they look, they help you look the for related families in there, and if you can say, okay, my grand grandfather was from Tyrol in Austria. Uh, they are helping you to get the nationality. Mm. Oh. So I have both nationalities. This is always a little bit weird when people ask me, so are you Peruvian? Are you German? I, I'm like, my first reaction to say is, yeah, I'm Peruvian. I have grown here until mm. I was 18, 19, I mean, years old. So all my culture that you have from child mm-hmm. until you grow up is from here mm-hmm. i don't share this uh, culture or tradition from germany i can understand uh, i can adapt to it when i was in germany i adapted very well but i'm always been peruana and the uh, german part of me is more like okay it's just paperwork so i can stay in there and maybe study and stay yeah mm-hmm. No more. What was it like when you first went to Germany in terms of culture clash? Was it really weird? Did you feel at home straight away? Like, what were the differences or the things that you found hard maybe about traveling from here to Europe? Because, I mean, I know the differences from coming (laughs) from Europe to here. What what would you say? The the first time uh, I was flying... It was the first time I was out away from home like mm. really away the first time taking a plane and crossing the big ocean mm. uh, the first two almost three years i was in berlin mm. uh, at that time here in oxapampa the internet connection was very low it wasn't expensive, but it was le- very low so i didn't make the research how research how Berlin sees mm. at all how it look like, so I was expecting something like New York, mm. yeah, like big uh, <laughs> buildings or something like that. I when I was there, I was like, what? Yeah. Why? Why are the the buildings so <laughs> so really not tall? small and it was weird. And my first impression was like, I don't like it here. Mm. Uh, I saw it, it was really old and I, I didn't like it. After a week, I love it. I love Berlin. I really miss Berlin. Um, but with the culture, it took a time to make connection with the people in Germany. Are people that are not so open mm. to, to other people. Uh, when you don't know the idiom, is. It's not easy to make a connection, yeah. so I have I was spending the first uh, year just taking German classes, so I have more connection with people all around the globe. I was in an aula with 
maybe people from around 20, um, 20 places, 20 yeah, countries. countries. And I didn't expect that. Mm. Being there, sitting in Berlin, um, in my link, link, um, left, yes. at my left, it was a Marocchi. So to my right, there was a Chinese and from an Italian guy. And we all were speaking, uh, trying to speak German. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really crazy. Mm-hmm. I, make, I make great friends uh, in there. But it took a time mm-hmm. to make a really connection with, with Germany. Maybe Berlin is not the, the right city to get involved in culture, like German oh, culture, oh, yeah. because it's so multicultural. Yeah. You can find a lot of culture in that. Mm-hmm. But then I was in Hanover. Mm-hmm. I have to study in there one year. Uh, that the same. There were all the students were uh, upper road students. Uh, but it was a smaller city, mm-hmm. and the tradition were more notorious. So when it was Christmas time. It was like, oh, Germans really love Christmas time <laughs> with all this Christmas decoration on the food for Christmas, uh, Christmas and all of that. Yeah. It Christmas was, markets are big in Germany yeah, as well. Yeah, the Christmas market was absolutely well, fantastic. And it was really different from here. I actually feeling like traveling to the past. Mm-hmm. I have the... In my mind, it's like, yeah, Europe is really old, but the tradition have don't change. Mm. So oh, for okay. me, it's like traveling to the past when I'm there. And being here is like, okay, tradition really can variate a little bit uh, or faster. We are more related with the Christmas tradition of the USA mm. than the, the German part uh, mm. here in Oxapampa, I mean. Or all Peru is like, I mean, also America, we share this traditional Christmas evening, just like the USA, I think. Yeah. What was the the main reason that made you go to Germany in the first place? Uh, the main reason was, <laughs> it, it was a funny story. <laughs> I have started the university in here. Uh, it was... Uh, University from the from the country is it was not a private mm. university here in Oxapampa. Uh, <laughs> it was like um, ambiental engineering, mm. okay. But it was another crisis at that time with the politicians in Peru and the economics was again <laughs> very bad. So they make a strike, like, mm-hmm. yeah. and they told, like, yeah, it will last uh, maybe eight to nine months. So I didn't have, I, I was like doing nothing in here. I have the nationality and I have a little bit of family that already were living in Germany and they told me, oh, you can come so you can know the land and uh, the country and you can spend some time in here maybe start learning german mm-hmm. it's it's good for you if you want and i was like okay why not and i went to to germany with my mom and my, my brother uh i didn't know i i was going there and staying there 10 years yeah. <laughs> uh, once I was there, I saw the possibility to study in there instead of here. Um, but first I have to learn German and learning German is not that easy. Yeah. <laughs> I spent 10 years in there, I'm still learning. So <laughs> yeah, no, I, I needed more than two years to have a really good level to begin to study but every time in the university there were a new subject about economics or politics politics or something like mm, loyal yeah, vocabulary it was like i can't 
Yeah. I don't understand. I spent some, so, so hours, many, many hours in the bibliotheque, just sitting there and translating word for word for word. Uh, yeah, I was exhausted. But yeah, it is, was good. Uh, at, the, at the end, um, yeah, actually, it was not planned to stay there so long. Mm. I I couldn't imagine to stay 10 years away from Peru. The first time I go back, it was after four years. Mm. So it were like, I, I didn't see my dad in three years mm. until he could go to there. And then after four years, I meet again my father's side, uh, the family mm-hmm. father's side. Um, it was four years. A lot of things have <laughs> occurred during that yeah. time. I come here, um, the family has already grown up. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of nieces. And <laughs> there were a lot of people I don't know, and then we are blood related. And I was like, the, oh, she's your auntie. She is coming from Germany. I was like, hi, oh, I am the aunt that live abroad. Why? She <laughs> <laughs> said to Germany the day, I realized I'm the auntie that travels the world and is never Yeah, at home. yeah. So you just said that. You are that aunt, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not that you lost all the connection, but you, you can be at two places at the same time oh, yeah. so you win some things and you lose another mm. uh, things yeah yeah especially because you you have a very very strong connection to your family yes you have a huge family with like <laughs> so many cousins like everyone is your cousin yeah. pump is my family <laughs> yeah. um, no but yeah like you're yeah you you grew up in an environment that was very safe very you know filled with love yeah and yeah filled with family like anywhere you were going you knew someone yes yes and suddenly you are moved not to lima to literally like thousands of miles away (laughs) with you know like different time zone and everything on your own without a language different culture it's not easy no it's it's really not not easy Uh, now you have the perspective (laughs) later (laughs) yeah but yeah, it's 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 really hard, especially because you, like you said, you didn't come back often or anything like no, that. So no. that's even harder when you spend twenty years of your life surrounding by people that you love and everything. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly it's like, see you in four or five years. Yeah, it, it's not an easy decision. Mm-hmm. And every every time I was like going back to Germany, I was crying like hell in the airport. Yeah. Like I don't want to go. So I like. Germany, but I love Peru, so there is a difference, and I really was like crying, 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 crying. And but once I I'm arriving uh, to Germany, it's like okay, I'm yeah. moving forward, and yeah, it's not like I was really like alone myself in there because the a big part of the family from the side of my mom. Is living in there. Mm. Actually, my brother is living in there now. Uh, he is to, he is continuing to study in there. Um, I can think that he is having this really shock because he wanted to come here uh, two years ago, and then the pandemic started, and he couldn't. And this year he he couldn't make made to, to come again because he is too bossy with things he have to do in there. Uh, he has to do in there. And yeah, for us, is I have not seen my, my brother in three years. Mm. Time is very, very fast yeah. going. And when you don't think about it, it's like, okay, I didn't see my brother for a long time. But when you realize almost three years, it's like, whoa, mm. whoa slow down please and yeah i really miss him and it's like he he wants to come but i don't know if my brother will come here to stay mm-hmm. when he was uh going to germany for the first time he was young 
so maybe 14 mm. years old and he really like it in there and he make this connection faster with Germany that oh, I yeah. did mm. and he made good friends and he's a person that easily make new friends and uh, I think he likes the lifestyle he's having right now and mm. I don't know if he will change it from come to here and stop something from new mm. you know I always love the nature um, uh, forestry researcher uh, scientific uh, researcher so I love to be involved in nature and all of this this kind of nature mm. that is in Peru so I study having in mind to come here and make my project to to go bigger yeah, yeah. Um, my brother is like yeah he loves to, to be in here he has a grow up with us in here but he have another kind of connection it's more like with people mm. and he's staying here if you were not here i were like yeah alone yeah yeah <laughs> oh myself and <laughs> yeah it's just that he's more like a city guy now mm. and i'm like i'm having no problem with being alone in the middle of nature yeah so when you decided to leave germany were you sad to leave or were you more excited to come back to peru <laughs> Wait. Um, I think it was not that easy to make the decision to mm. come back. I wanted to. I wanted to. I was afraid because the first plan was more like um, having a job in Germany, in staying there, and maybe come here every vacation I have but I knew that it doesn't work like that and I was like okay but if I spend some time in here then I can go back and make the things I want to do now in the in Peru and I was like should I go there and let the chances to stay in Germany and work in there and then I realized I don't like to work for other people mm -hmm. I don't have these passions yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm true to myself <laughs> I'm not lying to me I don't like to travel for other people so uh, well okay I like to do the things that I choose to do mm. uh, it's not about money when I if I stayed in Germany it's like a, okay a very good mm, well paid job and a stability and all of this what it's a routinary work in a place I don't like when it's winter. Like I don't. I was gonna ask you yeah. About the weather. <laughs> yeah. If I have the possibility to to be just some in there and some in here, it will be <laughs> really cool. Yeah. But no, for now I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I took the decision to come here, to go back. Yeah. It's always. I what I always find it's always a big decision and a hard decision to decide where you want where you want to live because it you yeah. know it's the job but also how much like cost of life is because cost of life in yeah. Germany versus here yeah. is insane yes and also like you said about family about being in nature about being comfortable and happy and that's something as well mm -hmm. you know about mm -hmm. making sure that you're in an environment that works for you but I mean I've been struggling with this haven't I like <laughs> like finding a place like where you belong in the world yes. like do you belong in Germany do you belong here do you belong half and half or it's always a a tricky one when you're not quite sure as to what you yeah. should be doing then you make this uh, decision like okay i belong to the earth and mm. it's good to be wherever you find peace mm. so i wasn't finding peace in german no more yeah. it was like a really routine for me and it was okay every single day was the same and maybe you were just waiting for your vacation to have something more emotional involvement mm. to do exciting and I don't like that kind of life I, I'm more like okay I can decide today to do something I want I really want and nobody can say me no because mm. it's not the planet <laughs> yeah that that is a culture shock I have when I was there that's mm. with making plans with friends or 
with each person as well. Like, we could go and do something, and they were like, okay, I need one week to to <laughs> to make me to take the idea that we are going to do something. I was like, okay, why not so spontaneously? Yeah. And yeah, that was difficult for me because I wanted to get for a ride with a bicycle or something like that and everybody was like no it's not on my agenda <laughs> yeah it's like what okay <laughs> no here i can just take the phone and ask something if they have the time um most of them don't have the time but will tell you okay i'm going <laughs> you're the bad influence <laughs> yeah this is cool so you studied yeah like forest environment like mm -hmm. so again you you i don't know used or whatever all your knowledge from nature your connection with nature and you you took that to the classroom yeah to learn about that to become really a specialist <laughs> yeah about it and when you when you picked this topic and you decided to do that in university you had in mind that eventually you didn't know when maybe mm -hmm the year after or in five years or in 10 years, you would eventually use all this knowledge to help this district and this place where you grew up. What Did you have that in mind? Yeah, it was the plan from the beginning. Uh, once I knew it, I was staying there and studying there. I have the opportunity to study whatever I want. But I was like, okay, I want something to, to do with nature because I knew it, I was going back. Um, if it wasn't in 10 years, it would be like 20 years maybe, but I was sure I'm coming back to do things in here. Because not every person have the the luck to have an area like this uh, that you can manage and, uh, manage and um, use it for help other people to make this connection. I actually want to start again to, to work with kids in here. I love how kids hear at you when you are talking about nature, when they are involved with you in the forest and touching things and seeing things out in self. They really learn uh, about the things you are telling them because they have experience. It's not like being in a classroom in a school and the teacher telling you, yeah, this is the spider, the spider has eight legs. Okay, but when you are in there and you look at the face and went, wow, it's a spider! Yeah, it's yellow and spiky. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you, you say to them, yeah, it has uh, eight legs and insects just have six and they uh, make the connection, oh, spiders aren't insects. And then they go back and meet the, the father or, or the mother. And, Mom, do you know that the spiders are insects? <laughs> and the mom says, okay, what? And you, you see how they really learn something, something. And they are telling what they learn to the parents or other friends that were in here. Uh, I feel like a, I feel happy about it. It's like oh, I'm going, I'm doing something good, yeah. and I think it's more important to teach things to the kids that they grow ups. Grow up is like yeah, they will learn and everything, but it stays in there. And kids are they they are more involved and they are more. Like they really like to talk uh, about the things they have experienced, mm -hmm. and maybe that way I can make a child realize that they actually love nature more than they think, and maybe in the future they were more involved with it and mm -hmm. and make a protection from the life that is outside the house, you know. Yeah. I think kids are really curious as well and they ask a lot of questions Ooh, yeah. and I think that's something fun is they'll ask questions that adults wouldn't dare to ask or would think is a stupid question whereas kids are quite happy to be like well why is this or what yeah. does that do or... and there are sometimes a kind of question you don't expect it to be and you're like wait <laughs> I, I wasn't prepared for that <laughs> and it's like okay I have homework to do They, you really don't expect a child to make some 
it's like for for them is a question that is totally normal but you didn't ask yourself that question before and you're like oh i don't know why is this is this thing that way but i will research it and i will tell you after that okay and they are like okay and go go to play with the other kids and you're like oh shit oh shit i should <laughs> find the answer <laughs> yeah it occurred to me a few times yet. yeah <laughs> it's pretty amazing how much you know about the plants and everything around this place you know uh like it, it's so cool to go for a walk with you in in the forest and it's like oh this berry you can have it and it's called that and you know it's it's funny and this leaf if you touch this side it's like that and this side it's like that or you can uh, make tea from this yeah one. you can pick this one and you can make tea and it's actually good for your guts and the digestions and everything is i find it fascinating i find it so cool that you you know all that and you remember it also because like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh the thing is uh here in in at that place is like all of these things i'm telling you most of them I learned when I was a child and yeah. um, it just kept it in my mind and then I was in Germany and I took more like the really scientific form of understand how things work in yeah. nature so now I'm here I have the information that I always know and I can explain why it works that way because I have now the information I have learned mm -hmm. in the university mm -hmm. so I have both Uh, types of information and it makes me more uh, efficient to teach and and assure you how the things work i'm not telling you like yeah this tea is good for your gut and that's it i'm telling you yeah this tea is good for your gut because you have this chemical in yeah. there this uh farm to work with you uh it's not like yeah this is good for Allergies, I'm going to tell you, yeah, it's an antihistaminic, it's natural, and it have this composition and work this way. So I'm feeling more prepared now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like you said, you also know a lot about the, how, uh, technically, how a forest works, I'm going to say, yeah. in terms of, you know, like, if we chop this tree, mm -hmm. it's going to help the other thrive. Yeah. Um, if we put cypress there, mm -hmm. it's going to protect in case of a fire. Yeah. So we have time to come and save the rest of the thing. Like a lot of things like that. I honestly, you know, when I look at the trees, I just see trees. Like, yeah. <laughs> one about having, you know, when you have lines of plants, but you have like one line of something and then one line of something else. Yeah. And that helps with the nutrients or the wind. Yeah. Like, and what, they protect like, each other. <laughs> yeah. Like for us, like, yeah, it's just nature. Whereas then, you know, like the science behind why you have coffee plants yes. with these sort of plants yes. or palm trees, whatever, like whatever. And this is when you realize that actually nature is so clever. <laughs> and yes, you know, like everything, it is. Everything is there for a reason. Yes. It's, it's not random. It looks random, but there's always like, no, no, this one is helping this one and, and protecting it. And yeah, it's when you realize that the, the magic that's surrounding us <laughs> yeah as you tell you uh, as you uh, tell it is really not random everything in nature have a reason to be there mm. in that place in that position if it's something like the it's covering from the sun or oh, this planet more sun so he's making a curve with the leaves and everything have a you you can spend here like maybe two three hours just sitting there and studying uh, one square meter of of the nature and you will not have all the time to learn about this one square meter of nature in front of you there's a lot to see we just well, see, see but don't well. observe <laughs> yeah. that what the kids have uh, they observe they really observe take the time to see the thing maybe adults are not seeing mm. it's cool yeah that's something i found as well as being here is you can walk around like if you just walk you'll see the plants and things whereas if you just stop and look at a plant you'll see a spider here you'll see um a grasshopper somewhere else you'll see a bird doing this you'll see little caterpillars or you'll see like it's it's interesting when you just stop and look 
you notice so much more than if you're just busy walking around and doing yeah. what you're doing. I think that's something I'm going to learn from this is to kind of stop and look yeah. around me more, even if I'm not in nature. Just to take that pause. Yeah. Slow down a little bit, yeah. yeah. And not yeah. be on such a hurry to... Maybe I... you can find a, a snake. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a snake. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's... Like sometimes when we went for a walk with our cameras, mm-hmm. in 20 minutes, we just went... We just did 20 meters because we were stopping yeah. at every leaf because yeah. on each leaf there were some sort of insect. A, a world in there. Uh, okay, but well, we're not going to go very far today because the house is just here and we left an hour ago. But, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's really cool to take the time. Yeah, when just... you don't make that a stop, you will pass the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Just look around, guys. Yeah. It'll be interesting also because to see in the future because the the influence your family your your abuelita and everything mm-hmm. everyone had on you by teaching you you know if you get mm-hmm. that you can make a tea and stuff like that so if you add that plus your technical knowledge let's mm-hmm. say um, and you spend time the past next few years like teaching that to kids and everything it'll be interesting to see the well the future little bristly <laughs> are going to be going around having the local traditional knowledge plus the technical yeah. side of it yeah. see what can comes up with it because you know you you think that you should be doing some good in the area that's what i hope yeah. that i really can like reach that far mm. i i want to actually I, I love the idea to to the people having the knowledge how nature work and this information going like from a person to other and other and other i would like to love to have more people coming in here people like like you like from really far away yeah um world packer uh make me give me that possibility uh there are people uh, from Peru that are coming as well. And, but when you are from a place that is very different, it's like you are in another world when you are arriving here. Like, what? And when you're showing something to, to the people and you see they, they like really open eyes and maybe talking to themselves, yeah, like saying things to themselves, you think, okay, they are using the brains now and they're trying to understand what is going on and, you know, they won't forget what I experienced in that moment and experiences is the most beautiful thing you can collect mm. in life. It's like good experience and you will always remember it and maybe... After 50 years, you will be there telling your grandchild, yeah, I was there and I saw this. And instead that has a, a figure like a skull in the back and they will be amazed about it. Mm. That's what I want. You're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, yeah. And also, I mean, there's so much, honestly, I could say about our, like, whatever, 20 days here. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was also very interesting to live a different lifestyle, being, you know, in the middle of a forest, pretty far away from the town. Um, Losing the connection. With, yeah, <laughs> being 100% disconnected, um, where, you know, you don't have any distraction. So it's, let's just sit and watch the birds. Uh, yep. Let's just watch the mountains and the clouds moving and and the rain over there on the, on the mountain or they just read a book for four hours because it's raining you know and yeah. you don't you can't control it you or can't maybe do you else. or maybe you are a regulator you sleep schedule yeah schedule is like yeah. yeah you learn to live with the sun um, yeah and with the birds i, I remember that early. the first day was okay we are going to sleep at 8 30 that's so weird yeah. <laughs> but you get used to it and and it's it's discomfortable yeah. at first yeah. because it's strange, yeah. um, but you learn from it. And and it's also very, it was very interesting to just sometimes sit there and realize, 
you know, I feel really peaceful and relaxed and I'm not stressed. And you realize that the only thing that changed is I got rid of all the noise and distractions around me. Um, all A lot of the stress and worries that I have are stuff that I kind of bring to my life, in yeah. a sense. Uh, yeah. I don't need them to live. It's just part of the environment I live in. Mm -hmm. And it's causing stress and everything when you realize that it's not a necessity. And yeah, it's really interesting for that to to just think about it and, and, and learn from it. Yeah, you will not notice when you go back to the city. It don't have to be a really big city, but if you're going to Oxapampa right now, you will feel disturbed from all the noise of the cars or motorbikes or something like maybe the first five hours is like ah so stressful but we adapt very yeah. quickly so but you can make this comparison yeah no clearly tomorrow morning when we're gonna wake up and we're gonna hear all the motorbikes and everything <laughs> on the main street it's gonna be like oh i miss the little bird that keeps singing on the window every morning and yeah. stuff like I'm that watching the hummingbirds in bed yeah, yeah. um but yeah we adapt um but even if we adapt you know it's interesting to keep things from this experience and try to bring it wherever you go to yeah to keep the good because it's mm -hmm. it's like you said it's it's a whole experience in the sense that you're creating and and more than just the connection with nature and everything it's plenty of little things you know that i want to take back and carry with me because mm -hmm. it was very this new experience this new way of living for me was really yeah interesting and taught me a lot about how i work yeah, actually sense. people were not lying when they are saying like you should be alone in a place in nature to discover yourself mm. i think it works it, it don't have to be like literally like that that you are alone in the mm. middle of the forest but if you make some space to to be near nature and take the time to just stay in there and breathe you are already knowing something new about you mm. Think like, oh, I can be here. I don't have to take the phone right now or look in the internet for something. I can spend some time in here and just being. Yeah. No more. Mm. Yeah, and also that's the conversation we were having with Rosie like a couple of nights ago is how, you know, the cliche thing of like stepping out of your comfort zone, stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. It's true, like, Yeah, it can be uncomfortable to be eaten alive by mosquitoes. Yeah, every evening, they really like, like you. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, like, it is annoying. <laughs> like that. Um, or, you know, when you want to shower and it's a bit cold or yeah. whatever. Like, but it's worth it. Because the, the positive are way better than the few negatives that mm -hmm. are annoying. But you realize that, in fact, it's just because... We are used to certain comfort, yeah, yeah. but you can live with it. It's okay. Yeah, it's not dangerous. It's not a threat. Yeah, it's, it's not, not the end of the world. Yeah, no, it's not the end of the world. Exactly. When what you get from it is actually pretty unique and special, and you will, I will remember it probably for the rest of my life. So, and I will joke about all the mosquito bites anyway. <laughs> it's annoying on the moment, but I will forget about, forget about it. it as well. yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, there is this cliche of actually, yeah, you grow a lot outside of a comfort zone. But yeah, it's true. I mean, it's not just a cliche. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's 100% true. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah, like I said at the beginning, Rossi, thank you so much for this stay here. I'll, I won't forget it for sure. <laughs> um, if we make our way back to Peru at some point, I, I'll come around here again. The open are still, always op the doors are always open for you guys. There's still a lot like... to see in this beautiful area yeah. <laughs> you can spend a lot of time here exploring all the paths and all the different walks that you can do around the mountain i'm saying that looking at the window and looking at the mountain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much that so much to see here and so much to learn and and yeah i you know all the food all the chat that we had about yeah telling us about the country about how it works i mean this is the reason we want to travel um it's not you know if i have to choose like i rather 
do something like that and going to the Machu Picchu in a sense because <laughs> it you know yeah, yeah the Machu Picchu is like the thing to see in Peru mm-hmm. uh, but I'm gonna go there I'm gonna take a picture I'm gonna post it on Instagram and you know like it doesn't bring a whole lot of value no like in 10 years <laughs> yeah. it's, oh I've been there yeah and I will look at a picture but like you said I won't have the experience it's like the... not have this immersion yeah. connection yeah. with the place yeah yeah so yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome i'm very glad you like it in here and i'm glad you come in first place here as well like i didn't expect someone to come from europe that soon <laughs> i'm i'm in world package two months now i think and i was like yeah maybe are people from brazil coming here there are a lot of people that are in world package community from brazil so and then i saw that you write me like oh oh wow wow wait what what's going on it, it was so soon i wasn't prepared for it so mentally prepared i was like oh good oh good i have to practice my english then <laughs> no yeah i mean I'm, I'm so glad we found it honestly because um we like, come here otherwise. No, like we said at the beginning, when we looked at things to see in Peru, um, we read books, we read blog posts, we read, you know, watch videos of other travelers and everything. And it looks like no one comes here, which is a shame because yeah, it is yeah. a beautiful, stunning province. And, and there's so many cool things to see that, I mean, if anyone is telling me I'm going to Peru, I'll tell them come here. Then <laughs> I did a, a good job. Then yeah. yes, I, I will tell them come here. You're gonna have an amazing time. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you question. so much. Oh, one last question. Oh, the last one. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> this is a question that we ask everybody. Okay. If we remember, um, if you could have a conversation with anybody, they can be dead or alive, famous or not. Who you think is the most interesting person? Who would you choose and why? My gramps. Uh, the man that built this house. Aww. I really miss him. All of the things, I, most of the things I know about this place is because of him. Mm. He told me all of that. He was a lovely man. He was a very intelligent man. Mm, the most talented man I, I know. And he was really a peaceful man. Uh, he have the time, always that time. He took always the time to to do things like with real patience. And I was as a kid, I saw him like, why is taking him so long to make the thing? Why is no rushing a, a little more? Yeah. And then as grow grow up, I understood. I understood why he was so quiet and making the the things step by step. So yeah, I'm the biggest fan of, of him and I really miss him. So in part I'm doing this because I know he will love it uh, to have the experience with. At the time he received people from part, um, it was maybe friends for friends of the child mm. he has. And there were always people in this house coming and visiting it. And I wanted that again to 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 go here like for me it's important that this place is full with energy people mm-hmm. from good energy coming in here and take it a good time and spending some time and making new connections personality connection like natural connection culturally connection every kind of connection you can make with a place on the people in there that's important i have seen it as a child i have comprehended uh, understand it as a grow up so I just want to keep doing it thank you so much once again thank, uh, you. thank you for taking the time just before we go <laughs> to record this episode um, I'm really glad we made it and yeah once again thank you for everything you shared with us during this couple of weeks it's been amazing yeah thank you so much and thank you for taking the time to talk to us um if you enjoyed this episode we will leave the information in the show notes about how you can come here as well um leave us a review if you haven't done already send presley a message and say hi and (laughs) we'll be back next wednesday with a brand new episode bye bye thank you